The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. There's certainly plenty to chat about uh, in the Holy Land, what's happening there right now. Joining us now is Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon. Always a pleasure to have you on board. Good afternoon. What a week it has been. It certainly has. Uh, without further ado, let, there's plenty to chat about. Let's start with the U.S. State Department condemning Smotrich's uh, comments, demanding Netanyahu condemn him, and uh, President Herzog, he's speaking out. It's really happening, isn't it? It is really happening, and these are very, very serious uh, comments made by Betelel Smotrich. So the U.S. State Department have um, uh, waded into it, calling his comments abhorrent, which they absolutely were. In fact, uh, liberal American Jews, this is according to the, the newsread that, I, that I'm getting, have actually asked the U.S. to revoke his visa over his uh, Huwara comments, and, and, and you actually cannot blame them. They, they were appalling. Uh, yesterday, our leader of the opposition, Yaila Pitt, said that these comments were tantamount to calling for war crimes. So let's break it down. Let's uh, talk about what he said. So, Speaker Fogel, who is the chairperson for the National Security Committee in the Knesset on Galei Tzahal, which is one of the radio stations, as well as on Twitter, remarked after the horrific riots in Huwara, which saw 40 buildings being burnt and, and 15 cars, uh, and uh, led to our soldiers, our police, our fire and rescue being attacked by these vigilantes, we'll call them settlers because this is the common term used to uh, refer to them, um, attacking them. Bearing in mind, they attacked our soldiers as well. And we've had repeated calls from the IDF, from the uh, Prime Minister, from the President, to citizens not to take justice into their their own hands, not to be violent. Mm -hmm. And he liked the tweet that that Fogel said that this is what he wants to see. He wants to see Huwara uh, shut off and burnt to the ground. Now, yesterday he was a speaker at the Markers Conference. This is a financial um, uh, publication. They were hosting a conference. Smotrich is the financial minister. So, you know, this is not... Just uh, any old person making mm-hmm. a, a, a horrific and inflammatory and insightful comment. This is our Minister of Finance at a time when our economy is under threat because of the proposed overhauls, mm-hmm. which is the opinion of many, many economists and the Bank of Israel. So uh, let's... Um, uh, let's clarify that. And when he was asked, you, t- you, you liked a tweet. Why did you like a tweet? He says, because I believe it. Because I, I believe that Huwara should be burned to the ground. He says, in fact, I believe the state of Israel should burn it to the ground and not, in his words, innocent civilians. Now, the state of Israel is not in the business of burning villages, Palestinian villages, to the ground. And... Um, 
Uh, we are waiting for a official condemnation by Prime Minister Netanyahu, mm-hmm. which is a, a request coming in from the U.S. State Department. Uh, but um, this is not how we behave. And, and this is why um, we are seeing so much anger, so much division in, in, in Israel, because people are really, really concerned with what is happening in the highest levels. Rolene, how did President Herzog weigh in on this? Well, the president has weighed in. He Mm -hmm. was addressing a a graduation ceremony for naval officers yesterday. And Mm -hmm. he said, he says, I am anxious for our common fate, anxious for our country, whose very establishment was a visible miracle and whose success is the fruit of all our labor. He says, but I will not let our state reached the point of no return. And just earlier today, we've had elite soldiers from uh, various units, from Mm -hmm. the 669, which is the elite, elite uh, uh, helicopter board search and rescue. Uh, We've heard heard from uh, Duv Devan, which is also an elite unit. And we've heard from other reservists. Now, I just want to clarify, these are reservists from... The various uh, units, including submariners, sailors, armored corps, pilots, special forces. I, I spoke about Shmoni Matayim or the 8200. Uh, that's our elite um, intelligence. Uh, Duvdevan is an elite undercover unit. You know, these are also not just um, any units. These are our elite units, and we will not show up for reserve duty if this goes ahead. Certainly, we hope we're having a different conversation on Monday, uh, Roland. We can only just uh, hope for the best on what's transpiring in that part of the world right now. Roland, let's just move on now. The uh, death penalty which has been uh, introduced or uh, proposed for terrorists, uh, the question being, will it be an effective deterrent for terror? Well, this is a very, very interesting conversation to have. Mm. You know, I, I, I think... Um, uh, a lot of people from a knee-jerk perspective would say absolutely uh, that there should be this kind of punitive punishment for terrorists. But we also have to look at the type of ideology that we are dealing with. Uh, and we have to remember that we are dealing with terror entities who see death as martyrdom, as uh, as their end goal. In fact, if they die, the more money their families receive in the pay-for-slay scheme. This is the money sure. that is given to the Palestinian Authority in the hopes that they will build infrastructure, that they will put the um, the structures that a, a, a legitimate state would need before uh, it, you know it is formed. Unfortunately, this money goes towards paying the salaries of terrorists or given to their families should they be killed. Now, uh, there are many debates around this. Many people are thinking, well, uh, don't you just play to the hands of terror ideology mm-hmm. if you're going to make them martyrs? This is what they want. They want to be able to to be um, memorialized, have stadiums, have uh, um, schools, have whatever named after them uh, because they're seen as paying the ultimate price in the resistance. That, that is how they, um, they see this. So is the death penalty really yeah. a, 
uh, a deterrent. Uh, this was this is something that has been put forward by um, Israel Bitenu, that is Avigdor Lieberman's party in the past, right. and now this week has passed its uh, first reading. So a lot of debate to be had around whether or not it really is enough to to deter terrorists. Yeah, indeed, a catch twenty two, you could say. Uh, well, let's see how that uh, issue materializes, as you mentioned, within the next uh, couple of weeks, and how people interpret that very quickly. Um, a good news uh, story, uh, I would say, for Israel, barring any Smotrich comments, which could put anything off financially. The first Azerbaijani ambassador has arrived in Israel. Yes, we say a marhaba or im to Ambassador Mukta Mohammed. He is the first minister from, or the first ambassador rather, from Azerbaijan, the first ever Azerbaijani ambassador. Azerbaijan is a very, very, very important ally of Israel. It is the first Shiite Muslim country that will open an embassy in Israel. We are hoping for the ambassador to present his credentials to President Herzog next week. But uh, more than this, this is a country that supplies us with probably about 70% of our gas, our, our oil, and um, is also strategically situated on the uh, border uh, of um, Iran mm-hmm. and uh, we also have to congratulate Azerbaijan or give a shout out to Azerbaijan for sending the biggest delegation of search and rescue to Turkey just last month. Roline, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to cut it short there. We were looking forward to, well, time permitting, recapping on the week, but perhaps we can start our program next week, Monday, with a quick recap and then lead into whatever has transpired uh, over the weekend, uh, Roline. Thanks so much for joining us. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel, giving us uh, the lowdown on what's uh, happening in the Middle East uh, at this moment.